0: This is Mind Booster Podcast. In times like these, we need a Mind Booster. Today, let's join Keith Osborne, my husband, a prolific Bible teacher for over 25 years, expounding on mind-boosting words of truth from the scriptures. There are so many people today trying to find themselves, searching for significance. Keith Osborne, our teacher, has created the following saying. Number one, I know who I am. I am a child of God. Number two, I exist to glorify God and enjoy Him forever. Number three, I know where I will go when I die. When I die, I will live forever in
1: heaven with Jesus Christ, my Savior. We are going to a wedding. Did you know that we will be going to a global wedding at the end of time and the beginning of eternity? Did you know that? Okay. And oh, oh, by the way, this wedding is not, um, what they say, voluntary. It is mandatory. Do you like going to weddings? Yeah, weddings are very good. I like weddings. So we are being prepared for a global wedding in case you didn't know that. Well, so that you know I'm not making this thing up, let's turn to Revelation 19 and just give you a snippet. This is John having a view of heaven where God has allowed him to take a snapshot of what's going to be happening in the end time. Keep in mind, this will be approaching the end of time because time going to be swallowed up by eternity. So this is going to be at the end of time. You and I will be attending a wedding. Every one of God's people in Jesus is going to be attending a wedding. Let's see what this wedding is going to really constitute. What it is? Revelation 19. And let me have. Uh, let's let's get it from the TLB.
0: Revelation chapter 19, verses six through nine. Then I heard again what sounded like the shouting of a huge crowd or like waves of a hundred oceans crashing on the shore or like the mighty rolling of great thunder. Praise the Lord, for the Lord our God, the Almighty, rings. Let us be glad and rejoice and honor Him, for the time has come for the wedding banquet of the Lamb, and His bride has prepared herself she is permitted to wear the cleanest and whitest and finest of linens. Fine linen represents the good deeds done by the people of God. And the angel dictated this sentence to me. Blessed are those who are invited to the wedding feast of the Lamb. And he added, God himself has stated this. This is the Living Bible Translation.
1: Just a background. This is a view in heaven where John was looking at the various hallelujahs that were being shouted out, which means praise the Lord. And this was the last hallelujah that they shouted in heaven. And John heard this tumultuous noise, almost like waters running. And he will tell you the last hallelujah in heaven shouted out in anticipation of The Great One, Jesus Christ, coming. And the start of the wedding. Now, did you hear what that last hallelujah was for? It's the coming of Jesus, the Lamb. And what was going on at this point? Why was he coming at this time? To do what? The bride, in case you, the, Brother Keith, I I didn't sign up on no bride business, but, uh somebody grab 2 Corinthians 11, 1 to 2, in case you didn't know that you had an engagement party, and you weren't aware, this is sad. 2 uh, Corinthians 11, 1 to 2, uh, let's see when you were engaged, because Paul was talking to the Corinthians then, but it's also applicable to us because we, at one time, had committed our lives to Jesus Christ. Because it was at that point he said they were engaged.
0: Corinthians chapter 11, verse 1 through 2, the Living Bible Translation. I hope you will be patient with me as I keep on talking like a fool. Do bear with me and let me say what is on my heart. I am anxious for you with a deep concern of God Himself, anxious that your love should be for Christ alone, just as a pure maiden saves her love for one man only, for the one who will be her husband.
1: Because it's like an engagement party, and and but most of the translation render it promise, but it's really an engagement. We've been married to Christ, and this is the thing you need to understand. Uh, and I think we saw the same thing with Joseph and Mary. Because it said, it always said Joseph was engaged to be married to Mary. Engaged. Yeah. Now, Jewish engagement is similar to marriage. Did you know that? Jewish engagement. It's not like our engagement where, you know, you give the lady a ring and it's really you signaling your intention. Oh, no, 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 no. This is actual marriage. That's why Joseph was literally going through a rough time when he was thinking about, and it said this, divorcing Mary when he discovered that she was pregnant Mm -hmm. and he was going through a hard time thinking about divorcing her. Now, you may say, but wait a minute, now, he was engaged to her. Well, according to our understanding of engagement, it is you're not really married and therefore you like a trial. Like, no, no, no. For them, it's no trial. Period. It's actually one stage of the marriage procession because next stage would be for him to go and they go to a little festival type stuff and he takes her to his home. Finally, to let her be his bride. So it's a process. So, but. From a, their perspective, they were married. So it's the same perspective that Paul is talking about. We've been married to Jesus Christ. Engage in that in the first stage, ever since you commit your life to him. And in that, you constitute the bride. Because his daddy, if I had time, I would be able to tell to show you in the scripture where yes, his daddy promising a bride. And guess who is the bride? The redeemed, you and I. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's why, and I know by the way, remember when he was talking about how husbands should love their wives and wives should respect their husbands? That's in Ephesians 5. And then at the end, he dropped the bombshell. He dropped this bombshell to let you know that this is really not about you. Look at mm-hmm. somebody finding for me in Ephesians 5, 26 to 27, where Paul was telling us, the new way of how we need to look at marriage in terms of getting back to paradise, lost. And he said, husband, love your wife. Wife, respect your husband and and be submissive to your husband. And then at the end, he dropped this bombshell. Ephesians 5, 26-27, big reader. Preparing her for that bridal day. Cherishing, nourishing her so that she will be spotless. And you remember in Revelation where you just read. You notice where it said the dress was. Look back at that. Revelation 19. That I think is verse 7 or 8. We're talking about the dress the bride will be wearing. Traditionally, it's white, lily white without a spot. If there appear a spot. You will move heaven and earth to remove that spot, wouldn't you? It should be spotless. So look at yeah. what it says, that same revelation stuff there, about the dress that the bride will be wearing. Someone quickly tell me. it is is permitted to wear the cleanest and whitest and finest of linens. Mm-hmm. Fine linen represents good deeds done by the people of God. Ah, you what you say? Yes, you see what the dress constitute mm-hmm. the good works of Remember. the people of God. Exactly, because you see, you forget that as we've been talking about the new nature, we're talking about being born again, and you have the spiritual person, in which the spiritual person, the nature is that new nature the spiritual person we have the physical man the natural man which is from adam and his nature is that old nature remember yes that old nature well this new person who is born again that is brand new has a nature that came from jesus christ well that's the spiritual person the dress Oh, the clothes, we have done this in the past, and, and I told you the clothes for the spiritual person is our behavior. Hmm. Ah you forgot? Just like the food for the spiritual person, what is the food in comparison to the natural man? The natural man's food is what? The natural man. The natural man's food Which is is food, is food you know, vegetables, meat. Physical yeah, means. physical food physical food what mm-hmm. is the spiritual man food the word, the word of god. god exactly the word of god word what of is god. the natural what is the natural man clothes fabric or whatever the natural man what, yeah physical side bricks yes. what is the spiritual man clothes his word <laughs> Good huh? work. Good work. Good work. Yes. Yes, the things he does. Yes. And you see that also see, in the page 4 that we read last week where it says, where Paul says, put off that whole clothes, which represent the whole nature. And then he said, be renewed in your mind and then put on the new man. So he likened it to clothes. In, and then he said, he, then when he said, put on the new man, then he started describe the new behavior. So always the clothes for the spiritual person is how we act, our behavior. And that's what scripture always be talking about. Take off those old clothes, which is, those old behavior in terms of um in, in terms of anger, in terms of um uh uh, covetousness, immorality, and then put on this new kindness, compassion. This
0: concludes today's Mind Booster Podcast episode on spiritual discipline. Go to praytube.net to join us today. You can download the complete series and receive free life-changing guidelines for living. A successful Christian recognizes
1: that we are on a battleship not a love boat. God bless you.